So hello all, welcome to Black Girl in the World. If you don't know me, you will. And if you do, welcome back. Um, I have no transcript right now. <laughs> Only vibes. Oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> there isn't many, there isn't much um, introduction right now because you guys have already met him earlier. We talked about The Good Place and a few other shows. It's my friend, Micah, once again. Hello, Micah. Oh my God, I'm just so happy to be back. <laughs> I know, like, what? <laughs> Literally, when I saw the 2020 review and how many people downloaded that episode that we created, I said, wow. Huh. It's because of you. You're popular. It's because of you, okay? I, they, I wish. They hear my voice all the time. Exactly. That's why they keep coming back. Exactly. Oh See, you, are, you already know. You're so sweet. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, <laughs> so we came back with another review. It is not a TV show right now. It is... What is it, Micah? We watched Soul. We sure did. <laughs> that movie right there, I gotta tell you, Pixar has always made me feel like an important and an emotional person because I don't know what it is. That wasn't Pixar, was it? Yeah. It was okay, just making sure. <laughs> just making sure because I'm like, was it Pixar? Um they did they did good. They did good. No, they always do though. Mm -hmm. Do you know any movie, any Pixar movie that's bad? Uh, I don't know anyone that's bad. I know there's probably like maybe like one or two that's kind of like mediocre, but I don't think there's any that are like bad. Okay, I understand that. I definitely have to go on the list of couple but with cars and finding mm. emo oh you know what i heard a lot of people said uh cars 2 was bad really yeah i hear that sometimes i can agree with that i also feel like when they came out with what wasn't that like planes or something, something? oh my god yeah was that was that pixar think if they kind of like it was the same animation from cars so because because you know how they do sometimes sometimes it'll be just disney and then sometimes it'll be pixar yeah yeah hmm. i gotta search that one up but i definitely think oh yeah and turbo too did you like turbo i never finished turbo i think i've probably seen like the first 20 minutes of turbo and then i don't remember anything after that sounds like it wasn't really good then <laughs> <laughs> have you seen have you seen onward i haven't um but i heard it looked like a good movie it didn't it certainly didn't look bad i'll say that it certainly didn't look bad Okay. Well, we, we might have to review that one, too, and see. Um, yeah. yeah. I also liked Inside Out. That was a really good movie. I love, love Inside Out. That one was really good. I think I, think I cried on that one. I think I did. <laughs> it, it was very emotional. Um, but that's why we're going to talk about Soul. Um, mm -hmm. Do 
you have any background information from Soul? Because I know a couple of people had said it was very, um, like at first it was kind of like, oh, why are they like switching? They're always changing black people and people of color to um, animals or objects or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. um, and then just knowing that a black person actually created it is there yeah any, yeah is there any like inf any other information that you knew about the movie before you watched it um so from what i gather from what i've seen um initially the director was just uh at first pete doctor who he's the same dude who directed inside out i think so so I think he was directing, it was just him being the director of Soul first. And I think later, I think sort of a little bit later in the production, Kemp Powers was brought on, but don't quote me on that because I don't exactly know. But I but I but I can tell you that it was definitely like a code, it was co-directed between Pete Doctor and Kemp Powers. I think that's really good though because you can mm. definitely you can definitely see inside out a little bit in soul mm -hmm. so i i do like that combo if that is um if that was something that existed so that's good how do you like the animation tell me i thought it was gorgeous this they pixar like always manages to do better and better with each movie that they put out yes and this one they really they really like did good in this it was it was it was like a couple of parts where i was kind of like i couldn't tell if that was animated or if that was like a real person if you spoilers for this but you know the part where um where terry ends up uh trapping paul instead of joe yes and he's like floating in that little nether space that they got him in yes i remember it, it genuinely looked like that was like a real person's body just floating hmm. now that you think about it i can i can see that i really can i i think that this movie would have really benefited from being seen in movie theaters because I, I know for a fact I probably would have been in the theater like I probably would have been nudging one of my boys that I would have taken to see it like yo that looks like a real person <laughs> <laughs> no I completely believe you and I also think that it would have been a great um like a maybe like a movie day with your friends or somebody you just met like another black person you just met mm -hmm. just go to the movie theater and see that and to laugh because they have some really good jokes oh yeah this was like a really funny movie it was really and you know the part that i really liked i really liked the concept of the barbershop that right yeah there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's it's like some parts you can really tell you're like yeah they they had a nigga working on this movie <laughs> <laughs> i was like it was like some of the some of the situations and then like 
some of the character design. I was like, yeah, they they had they probably had some niggas animating back there. <laughs> <laughs> that had to be like. I also feel like they were on the verge of Jonan, but they're like, nah, I don't think Pixar like, can handle this. <laughs> yeah, I was rewatching it earlier, and I was like, that that part where. Um, 22 was uh, going on Paul talking about, oh yeah, he's just talking about me to cover up his insecurities. I'm like, <laughs> that, I was like, if that was real, Paul would have been going in on him after that. <laughs> I know. Talking about some, you cut deep. You cut uh, real I, I'm like, it's gotta be some deleted scenes because he would have started going in on him. <laughs> I'm telling you. Oh my, just the realization of everything hilarious. Right. <laughs> And it was so funny when she was like, how she wanted to settle her disputes with dancing. It made uh, me, oh my God. It made me think about those people break dancing in front of the police had me laughing. Oh my. <laughs> not, the, not the people crumping in front of the SWAT team. Oh my God. <laughs> Exactly when she said it, I was like, oh, is this a police brutality joke? <laughs> it made me think of the um the hip hop training video. Oh my goodness. That yes. one gets me every single time. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. So was it the the white lady? <laughs> yes, walking into the cl oh my god. Oh goodness, no, <laughs> no, no. Oh my god. This is, it was like a really funny movie. I thought they did good with that. I definitely, yes. It, it was really good, just the concept of it all. And I, I really had to ponder this question throughout the movie because of course it kind of happened in the beginning, but did he cheat death? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he definitely did. <laughs> A couple of times. And now, then, yeah. now that I'm thinking about it, yeah. <laughs> it's like really well because he's like, nah, I don't want to go to the great beyond. Let me just jump off this uh thing real quick and figure myself out and find my body. See, I never even really thought about it like that. I was too I was like genuinely wrapped up in the journey he was going on. I'm like, you're you are absolutely right. This man cheated death. <laughs> like and then when he accepted his fate. They were like, you know what? You're kind of cool. You need a second chance. You know what? I kind of, I kind of dig your style, Joe. <laughs> we gonna send you back down there, boy. <laughs> like, what you doing on this uh, thing? We'll take care of uh, the accountant. We'll take care of Terry. It's fine. Oh my. Oh my God, I love Terry. Oh my you God. did? Terry is so funny to me. <laughs> All Terry wanted to do is get his numbers right. Throughout the centuries, he's been counting. He's never encountered such a hassle. Terry to... was just trying to do his job. Honestly, and then, um, what was it? Uh, the Jerry's or the, um, the mentors, the leaders. Yeah, the Jerry's. Right? Yes, they were like, you're doing an amazing job. <laughs> <laughs> they were gaslighting the hell out of Terry. 
Terry is like, yo, the count is off. Them dudes is like, oh, well, <laughs> I don't know about that, but. <laughs> they were literally like, why don't you go fix that? Right? <laughs> they were like, if you, if you think it's wrong, you know, uh, you go ahead and take care of that, bud. <laughs> Like, we'll be uh, down there and uh, you'll be up there trying to figure it out. And Terry was like, maybe I will. <laughs> Terry was like, all right, bet. <laughs> this man literally went all the way down to the archives. To yep. Bro. <laughs> just doing his job. That's it. Just doing his job. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> With the trophy that he asked. Oh, my. With <laughs> that damn trophy. <laughs> he deserved that trophy. I want to know. Oh my goodness. I listen. Mm-mm. None of that. None of that. Oh my god. <laughs> but and then we have Connie. What do you think of my good girl Connie? I like I liked Connie's character a lot. I thought that Connie was like real. That was like some really real stuff right yeah. there. Yeah. That was probably like the most grounded thing out of the movie was Connie's character. I really liked what she came with in the beginning. And I also liked when she kind of answered her own question when she went to him. Mm-hmm. Because she found a, a real love for um, the trombone. And right. her to like <laughs> throw that all away. none of that she was really about to quit because of them little kids and i'm just like just because they're horrible please right i was like come on girl come on (laughs) (laughs) like come on you literally you're remixing it (laughs) (laughs) she knew she she knew she didn't want to quit that's why i think that was just like a really good uh that was a really good choice in terms of uh, the writing and in terms of the direction of her character, because they very much could have been like Joe or 22 inside of Joe's body tells her not to quit right out. But instead, they had it so she answered her own question, like you said. And it, in in the end, it was, you know, it was like she she knew she didn't want to quit in the first place. Right, exactly. And I really like that because, of course, like kids, it also emphasizes how kids have their own mind mm-hmm. and you don't have to persuade them to do anything that they don't want to do because they know deep down inside that they like some things and then they don't like some things. Right, right. I do like that. Um, so I know you're in band, right? Um, do you feel like that this is um do you connect with connie or do you have any friends that have connected or you feel like this band experience um about the love of music or just everything around it do you think that it's relatable absolutely Uh, connie is like a very is definitely like a very relatable character because i know some people who have come to me or some people who have just outright stated that they don't want to pursue music anymore and usually when people come to me talking about um, what they want to do with music, I usually say, you know, if that's 
if that's what you think is right for you, then you need to proceed accordingly, you know? Right. I've, I've got a friend who joined the band at Morgan and they, um, they completely like, they have considered like even switching majors to music after getting like really roped into it. And I've definitely like pushed them towards considering it more because <laughs> I'm always like, you're you're a dedicated dude. You really you really love it. So I'm like, in the end, you know you want to pursue music. It's mostly it's not even a question about if you want to at that point. It's a question about when are you gonna do it. Right, right. I think that's great advice that you gave them to just be free. Hey, look, you've been doing it for a while too, especially when you put your all into it and you found a love for it um, in your earlier years, just try to find that. Um, so I think that's a really great thing to say, especially with friends. Like if you see someone who loves it and then they've lost their love for it, you shouldn't just make them, I guess, throw it all away. It's more so, hey, try to find that magic, try to find that spark. And if you can't, then, you know, it's okay to pursue something else, but just try to find out why that happened and how you can, I guess, find that love for it again. Right, right. Well, that's great. I think that, I think that's what I really like. Um, saw with the movie that there wasn't any like spark but it was just more so like something that you find interest in what do you find and how you found it uh just keep on pursuing it and just enjoying life itself and just being who you are i think that's really great mm -hmm. that's like a really great part of the movie it was always like what you find interesting you know when you're like that little soul blob or whatever in the great before it was always like a nudge rather than a push you know it right. was it was like if you go back to the scene where they're in like the hall of everything they're never like the soul is never like wrapped up deep into what it is they're doing they do it for like a split second and get the little badge to go down to earth it was never like they're up there for like forever and then if you go down to earth and you realize you want to do something different from you know what it is that you were nudged towards then it's no biggie it's just you know it's just you know you reacting to the environment that you're in now right I agree wholeheartedly. And I think that that's in itself is just really cool. Like, I wonder if we had souls like that where we found our, um, what was it? The sixth uh, badge or the fifth badge it's to one go of, to Earth. One of them numbers. <laughs> right, one of them. I'm not sure. <laughs> it's 
was one of them numbers. <laughs> uh, hey man, I just saw a little hexagon. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just assuming. Uh, <laughs> but do you think you found your spark? Like, did you, do you think that before you got this body, you feel like you found it? No. i'll be be real i didn't know what i was gonna do till i um till i got older until i saw what was out there music was not my first choice not at all (laughs) i love that and a lot of people tend to uh maybe some people might put on airs and say that something was their first choice they were born to do that and you know sometimes that is true but in other cases it's like no no it wasn't <laughs> why, <laughs> let's be real let's why, why you gotta lie <laughs> <laughs> like i've been born to do this no sir you've uh, been practicing <laughs> <laughs> like at first i wanted to be uh a doctor back in like elementary school oh wow mm-hmm. and growing up you know you take a couple high school biology classes and you're like, this shit is whack. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, what in, the, you. what in the hell is this? <laughs> I don't think so at all. <laughs> at all. Oh, no. No, no, but, no. But, you know, you take a couple free periods to come down to the band room during high school. You're like, oh, maybe, maybe this is where it's at. <laughs> that's what i'm saying because and and i'm not saying you necessarily decide on something you know while you're even in grade school you know people people don't some people may not fully take that journey uh till like after high school or like in you could be in college taking that journey i know somebody who switched their major five plus times in college really Mm mm-hmm like honestly that's definitely you know falls right there <laughs> so honestly, because the way how you know including myself like switching my major um I was scared to death like switching mm-hmm. my major I just felt like I was a whole failure I felt like people don't think that I had things going for me, whatever it was, like, I mm, I was Mm -hmm. too scared, but just hearing that, that people actually switch so often, I can't even be mad, like. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then it doesn't, it's not even just in community college, it's not even in just, you know, uh, undergrad, people just switch vocations switch what they want to do maybe maybe at some point this this is my last semester maybe at some point i could be like i don't want this degree and go to trade school my mom probably beat me up but i mean it's like (laughs) (laughs) what can what can what can you do (laughs) i mean really what can you do after all the things that you've been through throughout the years i just don't want to do this no more (laughs) and I don't feel like I want to continue in my career I mean hey it makes sense because you're gonna continue the same things you didn't like Mm -hmm. Um, and if you just feel very uncomfortable after some point I mean who wants to sit in uncomfortable if you don't feel like it's gonna go anywhere for you right 
the one thing that I say all the time uh, from participating in band is I always tell people if I wasn't having fun, then I just wouldn't be here. Oh, wow. It's and like, of course, you're not having fun all the time. Sometimes that shit just sucks. <laughs> Some sometimes some days that shit is terrible. Oh, trust me. I I see band Twitter. I do. <laughs> I see it. <laughs> but but you got to but you got to realize like the bad days that you have with what you're choosing to do doesn't define or doesn't completely define uh what you're doing or the quality of what you're doing honestly i can i can completely um understand because that's kind of how i felt when we were in high school like that experience <laughs> itself was a very sucky <laughs> <laughs> but i like well not even high school because it could have been worse for me anyway it could have been pretty bad but um science and tech <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, booty. But um, I that's, think that's the exception to the rule. That's the one where they, that's the terrible experiences define that. Uh, times two. <laughs> I feel like the one of the only reasons why I go back to that time and just laugh and think and giggle and all these different things is because of you guys, like my friends. I think if it wasn't for us being together, <laughs> really <laughs> trying to thug it out. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know what I'd do without you guys. Lord. <laughs> Not like, thug it out. <laughs> I was were hard, like the sleepless nights. I don't even remember going to sleep. Niggas because... were down bad. <laughs> We were really down bad without that made that big group chat we had where we were trying to figure out what we were supposed to do. Um, <laughs> the constant group chats, the messaging, the calling each other, the updates in the mornings, like without those constant reminders of you guys, I would not have graduated. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> most definitely. But that also plays into um, if you find something that you really like to do, having a good support system boosts that up like 60%. Yes, yes, exactly. It's oh, like wow. you, you definitely got to put in a lot of the work yourself. But when you have a really, like really, really, really good support system, that can that can really make or break a lot of the things you choose to do in life because you're gonna always need people like I don't really get the whole I don't need nobody I only got me whatever the case may be even though a lot of people say that there's usually a support system for them where they keep on going if you're feeling like I don't want to continue this anymore what is really pushing you if it's not somebody if it's not a group of people if it's not somebody that you rarely know sharing it it's always going to be people around you that encourage you that encourages you to do more or just the consistency um so it's uh, honestly i'm always thankful and grateful for you guys as my support system because you guys are like my family and without you guys I, like i said i don't know where i'd be and <laughs> probably be cooped up somewhere just 
lost, dazed, confused. Like, no, really. With nobody, with no one to just, you know, give give a brother a hug or something. Oh my God. Times <laughs> <laughs> a nigga need a hug. or something. You gotta find out what's going on in the nigga life. <laughs> Oh. Oh, listen, this wasn't supposed to go like. <laughs> Honestly, I think it's because one, we're tired, and two, two, this Micah right here, this man is so funny. <laughs> Every time I'm around you, I laugh. I'm so tired. <laughs> Try my best. <laughs> man, you succeed every time. <laughs> Let me tell you. Another question that I have for you in terms of the movie is, and I really like this, um, this scene, the art exhibit of your life. Would you want an art exhibit of your life? No. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh my God, no. <laughs> at least, certainly not at my life at this young, ripe age of 21. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely not. Ugh. No, oh. <laughs> no ma'am. <laughs> oh goodness. I think I would because I feel like I forget a lot. And I just want to see what happened in a brother life. That's all. <laughs> ain't going to be shit to show nobody. <laughs> I ain't do nothing yet. <laughs> 21 is so young to be showing somebody. Uh, young and fresh. Gross. To, to be showing somebody a rear view mirror of like their life. Even even 30 is like 30 shoot i could i could stretch it and even say like 40 is just like too young to be showing somebody what they're doing in their life <laughs> unless you really like about it and you're like you know what i'm just gonna go out there because there are a lot of um 21 year olds and even younger that are traveling mm -hmm. and they're doing things with their life and i'm like wow i am an elder um, you, know, you know uh Flo Millie turned 21 the other day yes uh, I, I was like yo really you didn't know that <laughs> I did not I thought she was younger oh you thought you were oh yeah yeah because she because what what was the uh ho why is you here is that the yeah mixed wasn't she wasn't she on there rapping about her being 19? 19? I remember was it, that. Was that song like just recorded earlier? I think it was recorded earlier. Cuz I saw the tweet about her turning 21 and I was like, "What?" I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But if if we really have to think about it, that album came out in the summer, so that was definitely mm. Yeah, she probably she probably made the that song when she was what probably um, maybe later on in 2019. Yeah, she must. Yeah, she must have been holding on to that. 
<laughs> she like, might. I want to just let y'all know I've been a millionaire. What? Yeah, she had that joint on the Mac, just sitting on it. <laughs> on the Mac. <laughs> on Audacity, like. Yeah, had that joint in Garage Band, just man. <laughs> oh my! I was just confused when they said Happy Birthday, Flo Millie. Happy twenty first. I was, I, I was just, you know, okay. <laughs> really fresh i thought i thought that girl was gonna be 20 forever <laughs> I, I thought she was just turning 20. <laughs> i was confused <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness but yeah sometimes sometimes the young folk you know they get into things early and that's more power to them but other times yeah. you know, i'll never uh i'll hopefully never discount someone who achieves something you know when they're like 30 40 you wouldn't you wouldn't even say like when they do something that they wanted to like later in life because you know later in life to me is sounds like 80 90 you know oh wow yeah sometimes you got to think about um there's a lot of stigma placed around growing old and some sometimes i do it too where i'm like damn 30 that's like that's old damn near dinosaur (laughs) but but sometimes you just gotta take a step back and you gotta be like you know like i'm 21 i haven't i i haven't done nothing I like to sit on Zoom meetings with my friends and record <laughs> podcasts. No, but you be bacon. Yes. Yes, I do. But I, don't you know, I I wouldn't. I mean, it all depends on what you consider successful. That too. I feel like if you are happy in life, no matter what you do, if it's like, yo, I'm going to clean this house and that's your success, then 